The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are world champions. And now, everyone can turn their attention to the NFL Draft. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the 265th ranked mock drafter in the world. And with me, as always, is AJ Mock Master Marchese. Yeah, I won every single uh, mock draft competition I've ever entered. No big deal. You're actually the best, uh, the number one ranked mock drafter in... uh, Northeast Ontario. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Pretty cool. Today, we're blessing you with our post-Super Bowl 2021 NFL mock draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 rounds in heaven with my baby driving up. To Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Don't draft specialists on the second day. Maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The Oscars aren't so far away anymore, are they, AJ? They're very far away, Rob. Almost almost by the draft, like five days before the draft. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Use promo code armchair at checkout. Hey, pitchers and catchers okay, report next Saturday, I think. Is that is that true? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, that's what I heard. From who? Uh, my sources inside the major leagues of baseball. Okay. Speaking of baseball, you know who also throws? Trevor Lawrence? Yep, and he just has pro day, AJ. What do you think? Grade it. (laughs) Wait, am I grading his performance or the pro day performance? The pro day performance, not his. I I thought Palmer Palmer was on his game, I think. Um, Having Sharon Peak there, that's a big grade boost. Um, Some guys weren't in uniform, so I don't know who they were. The guy just looked like he was wearing a sweater. That was pretty sick. I I can tell you... uh, Chris Fink was there, the former Notre Dame receiver. <laughs> Probably him. Uh, 
Urban and uh, Dabo were standing way too close. They're basically necking, so they lose some points there. Uh, so I'm going to give it a, an 8 out of 10. It's, uh, well done. Well done, AJ. Thank you. Uh, is Jordan Palmer your favorite quarterback, like per, um, personal quarterback coach? I think so. I think he is, yeah. He runs, he runs a nice pro day. I think mine's Quincy Avery, but, like, I mean, they're both obvious top threes. Mm-hmm. For sure. Locks. Um, <laughs> actual on-field Trevor Lawrence throwing the football? Yeah, it's a pro day. I don't know. There was, like, yeah, everyone saw that big-time uh, throw at the end where it's the Josh Allen style where they just let Lawrence scramble around and then whip it, I don't know, over 60 yards downfield. <clears throat> that was awesome. Um, I like that they do the show-off phase at the end. That, that was the end, but they had a couple where he's just uncorking them. Um couldn't play for me. <laughs> Powell had a couple drops. I was watching Powell too, which which wasn't great. He was pretty good. I don't know. He missed like maybe four throws in total of I don't know how many did he throw forty five ish. I this was a bit when I asked you about the pro day and you just kept going. I don't know. It's a, it's a thing to talk about. We've done it before, and that's enough. Yeah, I'll never forget Sam Darnold's pro day in the rain. In the rain. <laughs> They, every time there's a pro game, uh, pro day on NFL Network, they have to mention Johnny Manziel's because it was it was epic. He wore his pads. He wore his pads. pads. It was incredible. Blasting music and stuff. Yeah. That was enough for Jimmy Haslam to be like, "That's our guy." I don't blame him. <laughs> okay. Post Super Bowl mock draft. The NFL draft is still several months away, but hey, we don't have a combine. We only have kind of weird pro days for the next couple months Mm -hmm. Uh, and then it's go time getting a february pro day was kind of weird in general too i mean i know why it happened but it just felt strange it happened because they wanted to showcase chris fink (laughs) exactly (laughs) trump peak is he's i mean he's on the rough uh on the rough riders right now so he's getting signed to the nfl for sure oh is it maybe i'll go visit him I think you should, you should do an interview with him. Maybe we'll get him on the pod. Okay. Okay, we're off. We haven't even started yet. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know the rules. Chris Matsukis, our official coin flipper, flipped a coin. I have the first pick. From there, we rotate. So AJ has the second pick and so on. Um, yeah. I don't know. What else is there to say? It's a mock draft, and most of it probably won't happen. And if you're mad, you're mad. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't care. Hey, if you're ever in AJ? trouble, I, I wrote down Dane Brugler's, DJ's pick, Lance's pick, and Bucky's pick, so you can phone one of them as a friend, Rob. <laughs> Why would you use so much work for this? I don't know. <laughs> just, I started doing it, I'm like, wait, I shouldn't do this, and I just kept going. Did you do it, did you do it for, for every pick? Uh, <laughs> I skipped Lance between like pick 10 and 20 because I accidentally closed the tab, but then I came back to him, but yeah, for every pick I got it. I might, you should just tell us who they take after we make our selections just to compare. But it's so many. You you have to call for it, okay? You have to ask for it. <laughs> Wait, if I call, do I have to take who they took? <laughs> no, no. It's like it's like who wants to be a millionaire. You get a choice. But if you spurn them, they'll they're gonna be angry and they won't they won't talk to you anymore. Oh, so I've got I got one shot. Well, if I, but if I keep going back to them, oh, yeah, and using theirs, they'll love you. They'll love you forever. I'm not going to use any of theirs. I just wanted to. I don't. I honestly, I don't care. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock with the first overall pick, 
And it's uh, AJ. We're still several months out, but it's chalk. It's Trevor Lawrence. You've mentioned Urban Meyer was necking with Dabo because this is the guy. Uh, the best quarterback prospect ever, maybe, since at Andrew Luck, at least, who was the best ever. So, yeah. It's uh, it's about as can't miss as, as you get in terms of who they'll take. Oh, uh, but are you worried about him weighing 213, Rob? Are you worried? Was that a thing? People are st- Is that something we're worried about now? Eh, lightly. But then, you know, everyone's like, you know, he's got a torn labrum, so he can't lift. So he hasn't been in the weight room. <laughs> like, fuck. Um, damn, 6'6 six, six and 213, you're right. I will not take him. Now <laughs> I'm going to take Zach Wilson, who's smaller. I know. Zach Wilson's going to be like 6'1". Uh, Urban Meyer took this job because he wants Trevor Lawrence. This is this yeah. is chalk. The Jaguars obviously need a quarterback. They've got a pretty strong young supporting cast kind of in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see him make some magic with DJ Chark. Uh, the, this is this is the first step to potentially transforming uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars back into who they were when David Garrard was their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this offense is going to have instant success i don't mean like they're gonna be a playoff team or anything but uh, i think they're gonna look good next year and i, I like the hire of bevel uh bringing in shoddy they're just bringing in all the ex seahawks assistants uh I, I think that offensive staff is pretty solid there and i think this is gonna be turned around pretty quickly on the offensive side of the ball at least yeah like you're again you're not saying they're gonna be a playoff team but they can at least be a fun offense to watch mm-hmm. like what justin herbert did for the chargers yeah exactly Okay, AJ, you're on the clock. The New York Jets pick two. This is where the draft really starts. Every single mock draft you'll read says that. Uh, and yeah. they take Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Rob, the draft starts here, and with this pick, I think they're going to take Zach Wilson. Would I take Zach Wilson? I think I'm leading Justin Fields right now. But here today, in, in the spirit of a mock draft, I'm guessing, and I think they're taking Zach Wilson. Um, I do think he's going to fit that new uh, that new regime very well. Um, obviously, obviously, we haven't seen them on the field, but in the the shoddy, uh, shoddy. Wow, that's Freudian slip. The shanty scheme uh. coming down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I think he's going to fit that really well. And I, I mean, we know this offense is going to look so different. They're going to spend a lot of capital on the offense uh, the rest of the way through. Maybe maybe coming up later, maybe not. But yeah, I, I think Wilson's the guy right now, at least. Um, even though. I, it seems like he's a lot of people's QB2, but obviously he's not consensus QB2. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, I kind of still have the feeling by the time April comes around, it'll kind of bounce back to more at least 50-50 with Wilson Fields yeah. because it feels like a lot of Wilson talk right now. I still have Fields as my quarterback, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I get it with Zach Wilson. Um but I, I don't know. The other thing is, because Daniel Jeremiah is so close to Joe Douglas, I just kind of think they're the same brain, and DJ mocked Zach Wilson for the yep. Jets. So. Yeah, he did, Rob. I got this in front of me, buddy. <laughs> Wait, can I call a friend? Yeah, please. Who would you like to hear from? <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. We're on to the third pick, the Miami Dolphins. This is where the draft really starts, AJ. Uh, they got this pick from the Texans. Uh, as part of the Laramie Tunsil deal. Um, there's a lot riding on this pick because one of our best friends and friend of the show, Matt McCoon, is a diehard Dolphins fan, and I worry for him if, if they fuck this up. Um, 
They need to get help for Tua. I think that is that takes precedent over absolutely everything right now. Agreed. Uh, it and and that's hurts. Like they they invested in the offensive line. They could still take Panay Sewell here. I, I I wouldn't count that out. Me too. Um. But I think ultimately you end up going wide receiver just because there, there's as as much as Tua struggled last year, there's so many drops uh, from the pass catchers. And like Devontae Parker's injury history that that hurts too. So you, you gotta get somebody in there and it, it comes down to do you take Jamar Chase, do you take Devonta Smith in my mind? Um, I have Devonta Smith as my wide receiver one uh, at this time, and that's who I shall take. I one hundred percent agree with you, Rob. You get uh, I get he might weigh 170 pounds but he's also a master red runner i think he's got the best ball skills in the class um he's got enough juice to to separate and he creates separation through things like his red running he's got a nasty release repertoire he reminds me so much of stefan diggs and what he can do with the ball in his hand and like you can't in in my mind we're gonna have so many stupid arguments where it's like jamar chase versus devonta smith as the process goes and at the end of the day everyone's gonna have them both in their like they're on the top 10 big boards so it's like you're you're gonna fucking send a tweet off and be like, yeah, well, I have Jamar Chase as my wide receiver one because Devonta Smith's 170 pounds. Meanwhile, you have Devonta Smith as your number nine player in the draft. Like, it's not that big of a drop off wherever you stand yeah. on this. So I don't know. I I feel good getting either one of them. Uh, uh, this is also in in reality a great trade back spot for a team trading up for a quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that too because uh, I think like Smith will probably be there. Say say the Panthers want to trade up at eight. Smith's probably still sitting there at eight, or if it's not, uh, Jamar Chase is. So, uh, I totally yeah, agree. exactly. Because you, it's really the like the Eagles are, is the other spot yeah. one of them goes. Yeah, um, maybe the Lions. Uh, okay. but you're on the yeah. Uh, yeah, the Lions. Who knows? I, I still think they're. I mean, the Lions and Panthers are big, obviously quarterback landing spots. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're on the clock with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, hey, Rob, I'm going to say it, buddy. The draft starts here with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, <laughs> it does. That's so true. Uh, QB is obviously going to be on the table. Um, new regime, I think that's the way I'm going to lean. Arthur Smith coming in. Oh. Yeah, I don't I, I don't have a good vibe right now, but for the fun of a mock draft, I'm going to take Justin well, Fields. I, 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 I like this. This is what I personally want to have happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, like Matt Matt Ryan's still, still good. I think still good. Still good enough to, to, like, if if everything clicks right to be a playoff quarterback, um, he's still a top fifteen quarterback, no doubt. Yep. But this, like, you also have to think from the Falcons' perspective. You've got, like you said, the new regime, both front office and coaching staff. This is maybe the highest you're going to pick in some time. You can't. I, I always live by you can't blow the opportunity to get a guy, uh, yeah, at, at this position if, if you're you're in love with them. And I think Justin Fields is such a great fit for what we saw some, what we saw Arthur Smith do in Tennessee. Exactly. I think he'd be so fun for the Falcons. Um, and, and yeah, again, you just it, if things click right, like you're a playoff team with Matt Ryan, you're not going to be picking this high again. This also gives you the option to either sit Fields for a year. Or trade Matt Ryan for Jack Capital. Yeah, and I think either option there is terrific. I, I think, like, ideally, Justin Fields sitting, I think that'd be uh, a big win wherever he goes, both for him and the franchise, obviously. 
And yeah, like either if Matt Ryan comes out looks good, you can trade him next year too, or trade him now. And uh, as as the media loves to talk about, and we talk, touched on, we might see an insane quarterback movement. So um, this offseason. So yeah, they're kind of in a perfect position. This is I think this is the right time to take your franchise quarterback for the next fifteen years. If they don't go quarterback, do you just go best player available and take Panay Sewell? I would, yeah, I would. I, I would, too. Uh, speaking of Panay Sewell, the Bengals pick five. There's obviously there's there's one train of thought is they need to get a better offensive line. Look what happened with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And obviously knowing, knowing the Bengals' history of what's happened to top picks uh, at, at the quarterback position behind poor offensive lines, um, the other option would be take the best playmaker available, whether – you think that's Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase? Um, personally, I'll forever believe you build in the trenches. Panay Sewell is my number one offensive lineman, and yeah, I, I think he's ab- absolute plug and play. You take him, you now have him and Jonah Williams to build around a tackle, um, and you can finally get Joe Burrow a little bit of time. I, I can't pass on Panay Sewell as sexy as it would be to see Kyle Pitts uh, in this offense. I 100% agree. I like. I don't know. It's a tight end. I, I love Kyle Pitts. I think he might be the best tight end prospect since, since I don't know, Vernon Davis at the least. Um, but, yeah, when I think Sewell's a great offensive tackle prospect. And you, you saw that team last year. They couldn't protect Joe Burrow. Uh, and I agree with you. You build in trenches. Any, I, I don't know. Personally, I think any other pick, uh, non-offensive line pick, would be kind of silly here. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but Kyle Pitts would be a lot of fun with Joe Burrow. Um but again, the, the, it, you mentioned how how great a prospect Kyle Pitts is, and I, obviously I agree. Um, there's also how how much value is there in taking a tight end that, that exactly. early? I know he's not, he's he's like kind of a different type. Like he's more in the Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, like can be actually your number one ex yeah. receiver. Yeah, but. Uh, you got to protect Joe Burrow before anything else. And then it's not like they don't have, like, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. You have pieces around Joe Burrow if you can protect him. Yeah, exactly, 100%. It's, it's not like they're starved for uh, weapons on offense. It's just, it'd be, it'd be a bit of a luxury it, pick, a bit of a need, but more of a luxury pick. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, it's a very deep pass catcher class for, yeah. like, the third year in a row. Yeah. You're going to be picking early uh, on day two, so. Don't, exactly. uh, don't don't pass the potentially pro, all-pro tackle. That's, exactly. that's what I say. Eagles are on the clock. Yeah, and uh, if you watched any Eagles games last year, you know a couple things. One, Carson Wentz isn't good. Still don't know where, what the hell is going to happen Wrong. with him. <laughs> and two, two, the pass catchers are uh, maybe even worse. So I, I know they took Jalen Rager Wrong. last year. We're both huge Jalen Rager fans. But, uh, John no, Hightower, Quez Watkins. <laughs> yeah. Hightower looks like shit. Watkins didn't do much. Rager, really disappointed in the rookie season. Uh, JR Sega Whiteside, bust. <laughs> but anyways, Whoa. They're, they're going back to the well here, and I, I got them taking Jamar Chase. And I think that you can't ignore the uh, – unlike the Bengals, I think you can't ignore the um, the glistening need for, for playmakers on offense. Jamar Chase has that type of game-breaking ability where he can turn – a slant into an 80-yard touchdown where he can – he's got wonderful running ability uh, to go with wonderful hands and wins a lot of 50-50 balls even though he's not like the biggest pass catcher. Who's your Um, comfort chase? 
Amari Cooper. Okay. Another guy similar. I, Dead I, I, silence. No, I said I said okay. I, I you know me. I wasn't the biggest Amari Cooper fan. Still kind of not. But no, I, I like that. I like that. The, this also, in theory, in theory, makes Jalen Rager better. Takes some pressure off him. Yeah. Let's him be more of that. Jamar Chase is your ex. Uh, Jalen Rager is more of your Z, and, and can be more of that deep threat yak guy, and less of the have to absolutely go to playmaker when you've got jamar chase yeah and i mean i i don't know where this eagles franchise is going and i mean obviously there's so much up in the air right now but this they're kind of like on 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 a cliff right now where they could kind of bounce it back and be competitive in the nfc east or absolutely kind of go into full rebuild fall off so yeah so yeah but regardless this is a huge need lions picking seventh we've got a couple options here do they really think jared goff can can be that guy no, but do they think he can be that guy enough that they, and if they don't love Trey Lance, that they can sit and maybe have the number one pick next year or the mm-hmm. year after? And would they rather invest this pick and they have zero at pass catcher, uh, wide receiver, sorry. Um, do they think maybe they love Jalen Waddle? Would they take him here? Uh, maybe they love, I don't know, the, one of these guys, one of these defensive guys, maybe he eats a lot of kneecaps and Dan falls in love with that. Maybe. Uh, but for me, I like Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance a whole lot. I don't pass up on Trey Lance. Trey Lance also, um, if you are worried because he's only played like 18 games at the FCS level and never played a Power 5 team, you've got Jared Goff in there. So he's not. Trey Lance doesn't have to be thrown to the fire. You can... Patrick Mahomes him and give him a full year off if that's something you're worried about. I'm maybe maybe I should be more worried about that, but I am not that worried about that with Trey Lance. I think he is such a physically talented quarterback for such a young guy. Um, in, in injecting his athleticism and that arm talent in this offense. Whew, whew. Plus, I mean, T.J. Hawkinson went to the Pro Bowl, so you've got a Pro Bowl pass catcher. Sure, I I I think right now. I don't see them going quarterback, but I totally agree with your uh, your train of thought there. Like, if you if you believe yeah. in Trey Lance, you can't pass on him. And uh, I'm a better GM than. No, actually, I, I like Holmes. I think that was a good hire. Yeah. But uh, Goff might be his guy. Who knows? Um, also, for the first time in a long time, next year's draft isn't better at quarterback than this year. That's a good point. That's a very good point. We'll see some. There will there will be an article in May about how it is actually, but it isn't. Uh, okay. Uh, well, Jack Cohn's in next year's. Good point. Don't get that. Um, the Panth- the Panthers are on the clock. AJ, go ahead. Yeah, the th- overall pick. They wish they had the shot at Jack Cohn this year, but alas, they don't. And they don't have a shot at any of the top four quarterbacks. I think that kind of sucks for the Panthers. I would have taken Trey Lance if I was Carolina. Um, kind of kind of in a fu- funky spot here. And maybe maybe I go off the map and, and shake this up a little bit. What do you think, Rob? I think you should just um, – could you call Mel Kuyper and use his pick? <laughs> I don't have ESPN – what's it called now? Uh, Insider? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't have ESPN. Yeah, you got to pay for their mock drafts. It's sick. <laughs> um, so three of the four mock drafts I wrote down, the, the guy's already gone. The other one is Rashawn Slater. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts, and I'm going to get them a fucking playmaker on offense. And I, I just want to. Uh, can I? Yeah. Can Please. I just say 
before the season you like picked Ian Thomas to be your breakout, so really you're <laughs> And he wasn't, so What's I'm just I'm just trying to say Oh this is Ian Thomas this is what Ian Thomas was supposed to be. And this is why I want to insert him into that offense. <laughs> this is what he's supposed I, I, I still believe in Ian Thomas. <laughs> hey, Ian Thomas, I th- I, he's going to be my breakout tight end two next year because Kyle Pitts is going to open things up for him. Um, but no, like they obviously only drafted defense last year. This got to be an offensive heavy draft. It could be an offensive line pick here. Uh, but I think with, with Kyle Pitts staring you in the face, the, the way he can fucking be a wide receiver one, and the, like they DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts – Robbie Anderson, maybe Curtis Samuel coming back, um, CMC coming back healthy. That's a good, good core of weapons, and they just got to figure out the quarterback and, position. And like you said, if Trey Lance was here, you'd be taking yeah, him. Yeah, he's not. Take the best playmaker available. Make it. Uh, uh, maybe you end up with either dra- or making a trade for one of these potentially available quarterbacks, mm-hmm. or you end up picking one next year, and he's already got a, a deep group of. Very talented pass catchers around him. I think Kyle Pitts would be a really nice compliment to what Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore do, too. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and Joe Brady would have so much fun with him. <laughs> I, I have no doubt about that's, that. That's 100%. Look what he did with Thad Moss and Steven Solomon, baby. <laughs> Fuck you for saying that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, the Denver Broncos are on the clock. Um they they could definitely use a uh, a corner, mm-hmm. and I know Vic Fangio doesn't really have a long history of ending up with high drafted cornerbacks, but with Caleb Farley staring them in the face, yeah. How do you pass to me? Like, I I am enamored with Caleb Farley. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. He gives you. Uh, I don't want to say shutdown corner because do those exist anymore? Probably not. But he gives you the most complete corner prospect. I th- that like he just does a perfect fit for what Vic Fangio wants to do. The key is his fluidity, his physicality. He's just a perfect press man corner. He's got really patient, clean feet. Um, I absolutely love Caleb Farley. He didn't play this year, obviously. Uh, and he is still pretty new to the position. High school quarterback who only converted, I think, as a sophomore at Virginia, or as a freshman at Virginia Tech. Um, but I, I like this is the way they're building. They really have done a good job of building the roster at sort of the quarterback position. Yeah. And continuing to build up Vic Fangio's defense. And hoping you can acquire a quarterback at some point, I think, is the move. Because uh, similar to Carolina, they miss out on all, all the quarterbacks, and I don't. I'm not taking Mac Jones here. It's <laughs> it's the biggest need for the team. I think it's um, it's a no brainer pick in this slot. He's the best corner. Uh, I think that's just an easy one. And I mean, like everyone's kind of pegging that one already. And uh, yeah, mm. I, I think that just makes a lot of sense. Okay, the Cowboys, America's team, is your second favorite team on the clock at number 10. I love the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, secretly, they're my favorite team. I Don't know. tell anyone. Um, I know. I'm going, I'm going to go with cornerback two and just add to that secondary because that secondary was fucking ugly at times. And reunite him with his teammate, uh, Diggs, Patrick Sertan, the Alabama corner. Um, I think that's another one. Good fit. Uh, kind of funny to reunite him, though, too, but... I, like, I don't know. The, the Cowboys can, you know, the Cowboys. Jerry Jones is going to get in that room and get enamored. Maybe maybe they take Waddle and go insane, but 
I think, I, what? I, think I think the right pick is obviously uh, adding to that secondary because it was a disaster, and uh, Patrick Sertan fits him well. Yeah, let's get Jalen Waddle. We need a better wide receiver for. <laughs> they're crazy. Um, if, hey, if Pitts is there, uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised either. Like they're they're wild. People. Psychotic. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, your boy Dan Quinn's the defensive coordinator now too. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think Sertan fits fits the Quinny D pretty well. Yeah, very long, long corner. I think my favorite thing about um, I like, like I love Caleb Farley's corner one, but my favorite thing about Patrick Sertan is. Uh, he plays so many different. He, he's played so many different types of coverage at mm-hmm. Alabama, and he's like he's looked comfortable in all of them. They play so much pattern match there, and like he can be a press zone guy. He can be a press man guy. He can play. He, I watched him do a really nice job on Kyle Pitts playing. Um, yeah. Uh, off like off zone and just I don't know. Oh, well, they're both really good. Ah, this corner class is fun. Yeah, there's a lot of That's dudes, and I mean, I, I, clear top two, and then there's just a lot of. Then it's like just pick your favorite, it's, which is which is fun. Which is JC Horn for me, Ooh. if you're wondering. Um, okay, the Giants are on the clock. The way I see it is, they have an insane guy running their team. His name's Dave Gettleman. <laughs> Anything could happen. If it's me, uh. I'm probably thinking, well, Jalen Waddle would be a really nice fit if we're trying to make Daniel Jones good. Um, but he is already good. Which, though. I don't know. Sorry, right. Uh, the, the, another option. Maybe you want to bolster that pass rush. Aziz Ojolari on the on the, on the the board. Maybe the most dynamic pass rusher in this class. Mm-hmm. Um, but guess what? Dave Gettleman, my guy, he has a history of taking positions that have less value. Uh, like... Like, he took a nose tackle. You remember that? I remember yeah. that. His name's Dexter Lawrence. He's pretty good, but he still took a nose tackle. What was it, um, 18 or something, too? Yeah. 19? He took he took a running back. Did. Named Saquon Barkley. They're good players, no doubt, but the, they lack value. Just like Micah Parsons is a very, very good player. But top 10 player, some would say. But the line, off-ball linebacker position, does it lack value? Yes. So, Dave Gettleman says, that's my guy. Um, the other thing is, I think Michael Parsons would be a really nice fit beside Blake Martinez yeah. in this defense. Because he's also a very natural pass rusher. Because he's still kind of learning. He, he was a pass rusher coming out of high school uh, who moved to the middle linebacker for Penn State. And obviously did very well in his two years. He opted out this year. Um, I, I think getting a guy like Michael Parsons gives them some versatility to that that front seven, you, you'll see him play maybe a couple different roles for them mm-hmm. uh, because Blake Martinez is that classic Mike. And, and I think it, it is much as I make fun of Dave Gettleman and make fun of the lack of value in this position here. Um, I think it would be a really nice fit. Me too. And, and you know, it's still a need and the fit as well. I, like, I, I don't think this is a bad pick at all. This isn't a, a taking a running back second overall type of thing. Says you. Um, okay, the 49ers are on the clock. 12th overall. San Fran can kind of go anywhere. I don't have a good read on the on the 49ers. Um, obviously, they need they'll, they'll probably need quarterback. But, I mean, we know they're better than a team that's picking 12th overall, but they had a shit ton of injuries. So I think it's just going to be whoever they kind of fall into. And it, it, it might be adding more at edge. Uh, it might be adding more to the offensive line. Because uh, uh, Trent Williams, I, I don't know if he's coming back. Um so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of torn between those two spots. Uh, what, what what how would you lean here up? 
I lean offensive line. Um, just because to me, you're. I mean, defensive line wise, they've got yeah, Javon Kinlaw. They've got Eric Armstead. They've got Bosa uh, D Ford. They've got Ford. Nick Bosa coming back. Like, yeah. and you saw the like their depth guys played pretty well in the absence of um, Bosa last year. Versus, like you mentioned, Trent Williams might not be back. Um, and even if he is, they they could still go offensive line here, right? Like they yeah. they could they can improve the interior. They they could take a left tackle. They could take a guy who plays interior until Trent Williams leaves and then shifts to left tackle. You know who that sounds like, Rob? I know who it sounds like. It sounds <laughs> sounds like me. Sounds like you. Yeah, I'm taking Rob Paul here. Uh, finally declared for the draft after what six years? <laughs> Too late. Uh, I'm going to take Rashawn Slater. But yeah, like you said. Yeah. Uh, someone like if Williams has come back, Slater's plugging into the interior and he's going to be a great. Uh, if Williams isn't there, uh, you kick him outside. No problem there too. I, I think that's that's the better pick. Edge is more of a luxury, um, and like that yeah. I, that interior off the line, we've seen it. Like it's not great in general, and then if they get one injury, it kind of falls apart. So getting Slater with the versatility, um, still I unknown. Think that, that's yeah, still unknown at this point. So that's I think the that, that's a smart pick. Given given how the board fell, and maybe just in general, if they can't get like, because Trey Lance again would be an awesome fit here. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the absolute best case scenario for them. Yeah, no, pretty much. Like he kind of it kind of answers two questions for them, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, and the Chargers are absolutely pissed yeah. that they just got cooked on Rashawn Slater because they need to have the offensive line as well. Um, I'm looking at the board here. I think there's two options for them picking 13th. They could go Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech, or they could go Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Um, I think Derisaw is the more physically imposing, like, it makes more uh, on tape, more wow blocks, more blow up blocks. Mm-hmm. But I think Elijah Vera Tucker obviously adds more versatility shifted from guard to left tackle this year and looked great at left tackle. He's a very good athlete too. Um, maybe n- not necessarily as long as Derisaw, but I'm going to go Elijah Vera Tucker here. Okay. And I think interior is probably the the spot that makes more sense. If And I, I think I think Elijah Vera Tucker. Well, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying he's not a tackle. I know I you're not. He could very much be a tackle. I know you're not. I, I, I think he's an interior player, but yeah. I know they, you're not. They uh, the the only guaranteed three starters they have uh, on that offensive line are, um, or maybe two at this point: Trey Turner and Brian Balaga. And Balaga obviously has a history of injuries, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, that... just you you take take the most versatile of the offensive linemen. Yes, yeah, Slater is really the the home run for them, but uh, like you said, cocked. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that's why I I agree with there too. Like. Like you know, Bulaga is a starter, but can you trust him to stay healthy? I, I, I wouldn't, to be honest. As much as that sucks, but yeah, I, I think that's the smart pick there, Rob. Okay, fourteenth overall, the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Uh, I think this this is the spot for the edge. Uh, you know, opposite so Daniel Hunter, like did you want him? Good rookie, but not a world beater or anything like that. Um, uh, they still need offensive line, but I think I think with the way it's shaped up, you're, you're taking edge. The question is who, though. Um, I I think opposite of um, Daniel Hunter, I, I kind of want Quiddy Pay. I think that's a, I think that's the pick I like. I think he compliments they complement each other well. 
you know, inside outside versatility there with Pay. Um, I'm not sure if he's my edge one yet or anything, but I, I think that's a smart pick for the Minnesota Vikings. And we know he's, he's a physical freak too, so. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting here, and if you're going edge, you got two contrasting options in Pay and Ojolari, where Ojolari's a smaller pass rusher, but I don't, I don't want to, like, shortchange Quiddy mm-hmm. Pay because he's a freaky athlete too, but, like, um, Ojolari's more of a explosive twitched up pass rusher where Pay can move around. He's Pay's got really heavy hands, yeah. and that's not to say Ojolari's got really good hands for a, a um, more of a guy who's probably in categories as a speed rusher. Yeah, I just think they're both really good, and I think Pay's versatility to also kick inside is something that Mike Zimmer's going to really like. Uh, agreed, totally agree. Um, but yeah, again, I think both either either like. To me, those are the top two pass rushers or edge rushers in this class. Like, I'm not here for the Gregory Rousseau's the best edge rusher talk. I, it's still interesting to see where Rousseau's going to go. I, it feels like we haven't had too much conversations about him. Um, and like, if he still goes top twenty, I'm not going to be surprised in the least. Or even even if he goes here, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think Page is the better fit. Um, no, I agree for sure. Uh, okay, the Patriots are on the clock. Uh, they definitely don't have, like, a lot of positions. I'm not taking Mac Jones here. No. They have maybe the worst pass catcher group. In, no, I don't even know. Is it maybe anymore? They just, like, they took a – they drafted a couple tight ends who were just not good. <laughs> um, really early. That was weird. Um, I, I, like, I think you have to go – like, by law, you have to take Jalen Waddle here if he's there. <laughs> I think – I think they should – I think, like you said, it's a, it's a desperate need. Uh, he's the game-breaker. But would it surprise you at all if they don't take Jalen Waddell? Because, like, uh, Bill Belichick's weakest drafting spot is definitely wide receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, um, finally gets to pick this high. Just, and he's got a he's got a no-doubter staring at him. I think he's got to take him. Like, like, I like Jacoby Myers. You like Jacoby Myers. Well, I like Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is, like, at – at best, your third receiver, and he's not like a dynamic guy. Yeah. Um, you need someone to open up this offense. That's Jalen Waddle. He can stretch the field. He could be a home run yak guy. He could be a dominant return man. He's such a freak. He's the juice this offense needs. I, well, like, I don't know what you're going to do at quarterback, but there's not one here you're taking, so you take Jalen Waddle. 16, Cardinals on, on the clock. Uh, I am taking edge for this team, and I think this is the Aziz Ojolari landing spot. Uh, get someone opposite it. Chandler Jones. That's a nasty duo well, when when he's healthy. Um, Chandler Jones, that is. Um, <laughs> they they got if that if that duo can get after the passer, this team can get uh like that. That's a pick that will make them help them make that leap, you know. And we've seen that multiple times. Like insert Nick Bosa and the Niners. Like again, not as talented, but they instantly got way better. And I think that's just that's the spot, and I think this is a great fit too with with Ojolari. Like you already we already talked about him. Uh, like I don't what's the what's the word like you said he, he freaky athlete I guess twitchy slippery he's heavy so hands. twitchy yeah like he I think I, I was I was doing some extra work on him the other day and I think the most surprising thing about him is like like when you go to watch Aziz Ojolari and, and you've obviously seen him like play on broadcast and everything you know how mm-hmm. freaky an athlete he is yeah but just to see how like i don't want to again i don't want to shortchange him 
But it surprised me how deep his pass rush repertoire is and how good his hands are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and, and just a just a redshirt sophomore, like he's wow. a young dude, and he oh, he 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 got better as the season went, and oh, like, he dominated a couple offensive lines, and a couple offensive lines with NFL talent, um, and that poor German guy playing left tackle for Cincinnati. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, also, this way they can pay Hassan Reddick and then move him to a position he's never played before and keep that trend going. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, what, what's Reddick gonna get? He's gonna get like a, a solid chunk of change. I don't. I don't think I, they can sign I, him. I think he'll get like a weird contract. Like he'll get like a two-year contract where he's paid like two years, thirty million or something, and it'll just be weird. Mm, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then he'll he'll play safety. Hey, he can do it, baby. Watch the senior bowl tape. <laughs> okay, before we uh, we're halfway through, which means bet online ad read, which means me telling you, college basketball season. That's the I think college basketball is like the coolest sport to bet on, because like you can just there's just games all day <laughs> on on the weekend between like what are we watching right now? We're watching Creighton Villanova. It's like an actual good game, but I've watched multiple bad games already today. And they weren't that fun because I wasn't betting on them. But if I was smart, I would have. And I would have gone to bet online. And I would have used the promo code armchair to get a discount. And I would have made a lot of money. And it would have made my life a lot more exciting today. So that's what you should do. Plus, like hockey kind of sucks to watch. But not if you're gambling on it, maybe. (laughs) Totals. Hockey totals, baby, all day. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. There it is. Um, okay, the Raiders are on the clock. The Raiders, I think, have two options here. They have to go defense. Yeah. And preferably front seven because they've used a lot of draft capital on defensive backs already. Um, I think you're looking at Christian Barmore or Jock. I agree. What do you think? Yeah, okay. So do you want the super dynamic linebacker or the freaky young defensive tackle both from prime time schools in Notre Dame and Alabama which Mike Mayock and Gruden have only drafted guys from big programs um, so both fit the mold of that uh, I have Jock higher on my board I, I think that's who I'm going to take I think uh, yeah I like it both are ma- like both are massive needs so you can't really go wrong I just uh, I think in the right um system jock can be such a dynamic player like he can be like a jamal adams type of uh i don't even want to put put him into a position because he played all over at Notre Dame. Yeah. hit a ton of overhang like he he's more of a defensive weapon than a any one position and i know we fell into that trap a little bit with isaiah simmons but jock played a lot more like as a big nickel than isaiah simmons did at clemson yeah exactly and um I do think if they have to toss a coin here, I think they lean Jeremiah Uzukarmora. And, 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 hey, you get the, the bump that Mayock used to call in the Notre Dame games, too. Did you just flex by saying his whole name? Because I've been saying Jock. No, I just I had it written down in front of me, so my brain just went to reading that. <laughs> okay. More literate AJ. Uh, okay. The Dolphins' second pick is now. They're picking 18th. I already took Devonta Smith for them. AJ, where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, they, call they, call Dane Brugler. Do you want me to call Dane? <laughs> I think he had them trading no, back or something. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do that. Fuck up our whole mock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking jump the gun here. I'm gonna say Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris. I know running backs are running backs. I think Najee Harris, if you if you devalue, sorry, if you don't devalue running backs, he's worth this pick. I think 
adding him. <laughs> we're just getting all the all the Bama boys back together too, which is fun. Um, I think adding him to that offense would just just like we saw when they they couldn't run the ball and they had that just you know Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed just like, just a carousel of running backs. Get Najee Harris, throw him in. Maybe this is a trade down slot, but I I want Najee Harris as a Miami Dolphin. Damn. Okay, relax. Um, Sorry. I didn't mean that. Don't relax. I, I like your energy. Uh, this is bad because running backs shouldn't be taking the first round. But if I remove that from my brain, this is fun because Najee Harris is very good. And like you said, yeah. getting all the Alabama guys together is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it, it is a prime trade back spot. I think if they stick and pick, I really hope they don't stick and pick, I guess. I know, As, right? Like, uh, I, yeah. Like, there's no home run pick necessarily for them here. That's yeah. That's how um, I felt. So I, I, and, I went with the most fun pick. And, and I mean, Najee Harris is also a safe pick, I think, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you watch that offense when they couldn't run the ball and when the receivers are dro- dropping it. Uh, just you just gotta add more help to Tua. Like, and I, like I guess Christian Darrisaw is in the mix here, but like. Yeah, it feels more important because the the other thing is adding another playmaker in the front seven, but yeah. it feels like like they did a pretty good job or they did a great job considering they didn't they don't necessarily have any dynamic, um, mm-hmm. like Pro Bowl level linebackers or edge rushers. Uh, they did a pretty good job despite that. Yeah, Fl- so Flores can manufacture pressure. T- I I don't think he's worried about that. Right? Yeah, no. exactly. Like. So are, are you are you gonna take a Gregory Rousseau or a Zayvon Collins here, whether you want to go linebacker or edge, or I don't know. I, that's why again I think trade back is the prime, yeah, candidate here. But yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, the Washington Football Team, my third favorite team, are on the clock with the nineteenth overall pick. <sighs> this is tough. Um, obviously, they don't have a great quarterback situation, but I. Like I, I'm, I'm not in on Mac Jones as a first round pick. I like Mac Jones. I think he's a, he's the only quarterback worth a, a day two pick in this draft. I, I just like I, I think he's a Kirk Cousins at best. And to me, you don't take that in the first round because that's not a guy who can lead you to a Super Bowl. Um, they, they could definitely use a pass catcher. Yeah. I don't think there's a clear fourth receiver you take here. Uh. They can also continue to invest in an offensive line that played quite well this season, well. even with without Trent Williams. Um, I think Cornelius Lucas did a pretty good job at left tackle, but you're staring with Christian Darrisaw in the face. I think we've said staring in the face like seven times now. <laughs> um, the draft actually starts here. Um, Christian Darrisaw's in your backyard. Yeah. He, he can be that tone setter at tackle. You're potentially losing Brandon Sheriff, too, who's a free agent. Getting Christian Derrissaw and inserting him in left tackle, I can't pass that up. I love Christian Derrissaw. I also like the idea of keeping a guy geographically close to where he's called. <laughs> Me, too. Um, <laughs> uh, you know who they'd really pick, right? Christian Barmore. Did he Wait, did he go to high school with Dan Snyder's son? I'm sure, yeah, everyone went to high school with Dan Snyder's son. Uh, <laughs> imagine they did imagine they did they're like if we can get john allen <laughs> Ron Payne, and christian barmore together 
When Ron Rivera retires, we can lure Nick Saban to town. Oh. That's my plan. I like that. Okay, so you switched the pick. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I think Derisaw is the uh, correct choice here. I, I Also, I think he fits Thanks. the attitude that they're trying to build there. And, yeah, I think it, also oh, they man. should bring back Sheriff. I don't know if they will, but I think they should. Um, okay, you're on the clock with the Bears. Yeah, I, I would have taken Derisaw. I think that would have been an easy pick. Um, I, I think you you got to go offensive line here. The offensive line was pretty shit. Uh, the question is, who, who's the next guy up for um, for me? I don't really know. I'm just kind of murky I, to me. I, I have a clear fourth tackle right now. Your 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 boy Jenkins is, is like a lot of people feel like. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Which is like not a hot take because, like you said, a lot of people. Yeah. Love him. And um, and like every think, mock has him here too, so that's funny. I, I think just purely offensive line wise. Um, like, Sewell, Slater, Barrett Tucker, um, Darasaw, and Tevin Jenkins, I think all five of them go, like, are, are locks to be first-round picks. And it gets a little murkier. It, yeah. I wonder, would the Bears look at Barmore? That's interesting. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Adding him to, to Goldman and Hicks, uh, that's like the all they and like that's, that's it, it feels. Uh, the, it's a bit of a luxury pick, mm-hmm. which they probably can't afford. I'll take Tim and James and just just stick him there. I don't know. Ryan Pace is crazy. Who knows what will happen? He probably take Mac Jones. Yeah, I know for real. Uh, I'll, I'll take Jenkins. Stick him at right tackle. They, they need they need the offensive line help pretty badly. So uh, let Jermaine Fetty yeah. walk. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. bad call. <laughs> Better at guard, at least. Uh, oh, if we're doing okay. geography, that should have been Eichenberg. Shit. That's a really bl- a big blown opportunity from you. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're doing geography, they trade up for Rashawn Slater. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's that's what's going to happen. Which is probably actually the smart thing to do, but hey. That base isn't that smart. Uh, okay, the Colts are picking 21. Um, weird that I get to pick for my second favorite and my third favorite team. AJ's picking for my favorite team. Uh, okay. Are the Colts going to trade for Carson Wentz? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Are they going to take Mac, Mac Jones? No, I don't think so. I don't think um, so <laughs> They have addressed the receiver and running back position very well lately. Their offensive line is arguably the best in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. They, and, and, and they're not set to lose any of those guys. They're not, like, the only real position they need on offense is quarterback, which who cares about that. D- defensively, they've done a really good job of stocking their defensive line and then obviously acquiring an all-pro type player into DeForest Buckner. At linebacker, they've done, again, a really good job. I wonder why. Um, Darius Leonard, all-pro. Bobby Okariki uh, has, has, has played well. Uh, Jordan Glasgow, special team stud. I think you got you look towards the secondary where again they've done a really good job. I wonder who's their GM, pretty smart guy. Um, Kenny Moore is one of the best nickels in the league. Rocky Sin had moments last year. Mm. Julian Blackman was one of the best rookies in the league. Curry Wills uh, has shown he can be a, a, a capable starter. Um, they got a, some amazing play this year out of Xavier Rhodes. Surprisingly, he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if. 
they're going to be willing to pay him. Or, honestly, I don't really know what he's worth, right? Um, I think our guy, Chris Ballard, is a smart a smart guy, and he addresses the position uh, with – who also happens to be J.C. – my point is I'm taking J.C. Horn. I don't know why I <laughs> – uh, like, I knew that when I started talking, and then I just kept talking. Uh, I think J.C. Horn, the perfect Xavier Rhodes replacement. Yeah. He is ultra-physical. He is an absolute badass. Like, I don't know. There are a few guys who talk as much shit as him. I think he's a perfect fit for what they've built on this defense um, and the type of players they have drafted. He's he's long. He's physical. He's his best press man. He's he's a dude. Watch, watch him just freaking demoralized Seth Williams this year at, uh, when they played Auburn. like that it That's is. one of my favorite tapes this year. Uh, so, yes, I will take J.C. Horn, one of my favorite players in the draft, for one of my favorite teams in the, the league. And your your fourth favorite team is picking next, the Tennessee Titans, who always feel like yep. they're tough to mock for, and they're kinda, they kind of go all over the place. But I think clearly you're looking at Edge or IDL. Um, and because Christian Barmore is still on the board, I'm taking Christian Barmore and just adding him with Jeffrey Simmons there. And land them fucking rock and roll. That's cool. Yeah, that's why. Edge just kind of like, oh, yeah, Gregory Russo, whatever. They blah, blah, blah. Nah, get Christian Barmore, add him there, let him fucking wreck shit with Simmons. We hate Gregory Russo on this podcast. I don't even mind him. It's just, I don't know. Barmore's more, more of a fun pick, in my opinion. So. Uh, more upside to, to me. Even, well, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not there with Gregory Russo in general. Uh, I love the idea of getting Barmore, Jeffrey Simmons. You they know, need it. They need the, the help on the front too. Yeah, they well, it, it needs to be a, a defensive lineman. Yeah, this pick. for sure. Uh, okay, Joe Douglas is on the clock again. He got this pick from the Seahawks and the Jamal Adams trade. You took Zach Wilson for them number two. Now they have a couple options here. Do they try to? continue to invest in the offensive line they're unfortunately like i said the kind of the lock offensive line picks are gone mm-hmm. um did they want to get their their new quarterback some more toys jamison crowders they're starting slot denzel mims on the outside they don't have a ton outside of that uh do they do they say fuck it and draft a running back they could um or, or like they, they could use uh, like a, more of an edge pass rusher too to complement Quinn Williams on the inside. When you're bad, you got a lot of options. That's the <laughs> yeah. thing about being right. Um, I, I really don't. That's why I'm, I'm just rambling because I don't know for sure what I want to do here. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure either. Um, Etn's kind of like the easy one, but I don't. Know, I know you hate running backs, and yeah, I, I'm I don't. Not doing that. I don't. I feel like they're they're gonna do a day two running back. To be honest, that's that's kind of how I feel right now. Um, yeah, uh, the offensive line you're kind of stuck here. I mean, they they could they could get themselves a right tackle. Who though is my question? There, there's no slam dunk here. Maybe Mayfield. I, I don't yeah, know. I, that. Who well, I think's more of a guard. Uh, they uh, did they want to go. They could go pass rusher. I mean, I, yeah. I mentioned earlier how much Daniel Jeremiah uh, and Joe, how close DJ and Joe Douglas are, and DJ loves Gregory Rousseau. Okay, okay, just do it. Just do it. Let's do it. I'm going to do it. Bite that fucking bullet. I will. Someone's got to do it. I'm braver <laughs> than you, so. It makes sense. I, um, I think, like, like you it, just it said, does. Hey, it's there's a, a connection. 
It's a high upside pass yeah. rusher. 6'6", 260. The, uh, my problem with him, I guess, is a lot of his production comes when he lined up at nose tackle, which was weird. Yeah. Um, he didn't, like, he's, he, although he's, like, a good straight line athlete, like, I don't think he's a, like, a twitched up dude. I don't, I think he's a little stiff too, right? Like, I think Jason Away, for example, if, if you're betting on athletic upside, like, the Penn State pass rusher, I think that he's more in that mold. Uh, Russo's got better hands than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will go Russo. I'm not going to talk myself out of it. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think that's a, that's a good I, pick. I, I just want the record to show I do not have a first-round grade on him right now. Uh, okay, the Steelers are on the clock, AJ. 24th overall. Oh, God. I'm so scared, Rob. Um, yeah, don't fuck this up. Uh, I'm going to fuck this up, Rob. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I Like, it's it's so hard for them to, like, to, to not – add to the offense but uh you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take a tackle I, i'm gonna take Jalen mayfield I, I think like i think you gotta add to the offense like the defense is so good i mean i look at linebacker and it, it like bolton and zayman collins would be fun to add but I, i'm gonna take Jalen mayfield because i think they just it's more of a need for them and like i know i know the linebacker position fell apart but i'm gonna take Jalen mayfield and and they they need tackle uh big 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 um big villanueva is a free agent too Chukes was okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Mayfield. The only the, the, the two sure things on that offensive line are David Cashro and Kevin Dotson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? This could have been uh, an IOL, too. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they fall in love with Dickerson. I, I wouldn't. If his medicals check out, that's who I would want. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. To be yeah. honest. Well, maybe a trade back in him, potentially. Yeah, I love Landon Dickerson. Sure, you know what? I, I, I like Jalen Mayfield, but Rob, I'm going to change it. I'm going to take Landon Dickerson. Fuck it. I think that's more of a Steelers pick. I'm changing it. Landon Thank Dickerson. You. I just love oh, the idea of him and Kevin Dotson beside each other for a decade. That gets me excited. <laughs> and yeah, to, um, to cash her for another five years. That's fucking nasty. Okay. My Jacksonville Jaguars are back on the clock. We talked about how with that Trevor Lawrence pick. And, and having a guy like LaVisca Chanel, having a guy like DJ Chark, having your boy James Robinson, having an offensive line that it's, like, not it's solidified okay. by any means, but it's been in, like, they've invested in it. And yep. I think that gives them the capability to, they don't absolutely have to go offense again here. Um, and they, they, they really need a safety. I think that's I right think pick. there's one... Yeah, and well, I mean, we're biased because we both love him. Trevon Morig is the clear best safety in this class. I think he, he's a great fit. Like, at Ohio State, Myron played a ton of cover three and cover one. Um, this would give them that single high guy that they need to do that. Um, and I, I think it's a deep safety class, but there's no, like, Morig's the only, like, Pro Bowl level type player i think they i mean obviously cj henderson's a baller but he was kind of up and down but outside of him there was nothing in that secondary last year they need to add secondary big time and i think morig is kind of that that piece to tie it all together uh when they finally have enough talent there uh let me let me throw a thought out there randomly i wonder if they'll look at malik hooker in free agency that's interesting 
I don't know why. I, I'm, I think like I still think Hooker's got good football on him. Like uh, his his landing spot to me is gonna be pretty interesting. Anyway, so maybe that's one of them. Yeah, but, yeah. but he like obviously the injuries killed him yeah. in yeah. Indy. But when he was being playing that single, like he was a good single high. Like he wasn't. He didn't live up in, by any means to where he was drafted. No. But he was like at least a solid single high safety. Safety is such a need for this team, though. Like, like your favorite yeah, son, yeah. Andrew Wingard, was playing so much football and playing his heart out, but <laughs> just not sick. enough, man. Wait, no, 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 shut up. Andrew Wingard and Daniel Thomas is the coolest safety duo. I, I love Daniel Thomas, so, I mean. I know you do. <laughs> oh, goofy. I love it. Uh, okay, the Browns are on the clock. <laughs> um... I, I'm gonna take Damon Collins. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a linebacker. I think that's a he's a baller, man. He can do everything for that defense. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been that's a need cool. for for years now. Um, I think that's just an easy pick. Like, just get him there. And uh, the team, they, the team was good. I think it's a front. Like, it's gotta be a front seven guy, right? Yeah, and like if if Barmore were still on the board, I I think I would have pulled the trigger on him. But or, yeah, uh, or or one of the edge guys. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think I lean Collins over one of the edge guys and Barmer oh, over. I think Lime. The get saving saving Collins gives him more versatility up front too. Yeah. Like you can like he he does a bit of everything. He's such a fun player to watch. Um, and, and they drafted Jacob Phillips, who I thought caught on a little bit late last year. Yeah. And and like the Phillips Mac Wilson Zaven Collins trio, like are you? It gets you a little bit more excited, I guess. It's Definitely, and so we've seen some good stuff from Wilson. Uh, Taki Taki was a bust, but whatever. Shut up! No, he's not. He's sick. <laughs> uh, okay, the Baltimore Ravens on the clock. I would have taken Trevon Rig for them if he was there. I think. Yeah. Um, hmm. They could go receiver. They could. I mean. They they could also hey apparently Orlando Brown wants to get traded maybe yeah, they're looking at the offensive line. It's such a weird request. Uh, yeah, I think they would be too. J- J- Jalen Mayfield becomes very interesting for them where, like, both uh, let's assume like if Orlando Brown is actually unhappy now that makes right tackle a bit of a need, uh, and the interior can also improve. Jalen yep. Mayfield gives you some versatility to do fit one of those spots. Um, so I like that pick. They also could go pass rusher because both um, Matt Judon and um, what's his name from Minnesota. Oh, uh, and Gawkway. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them are free agents. Uh, and you're not going to take a safety uh, if Morig's off the board. So I think kind of pa- pass rusher, receiver, or Jalen yep. Mayfield is kind of what I'm looking at here. Agree. And I think for what, like, Joseph Asai, I love him, and I think he'd be a really cool fit. But How do you take Mayfield and kick Orlando Brown to guard just to piss him off even more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Mayfield. Okay, all right. I, I, I like that Osai fit, too. But, no. Um, yeah, me too. This Brown him. thing is so strange, but uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know. But yeah, regardless, I, I think I think you you locked into the right spots, and I think it's either pass rusher, to be honest, or offensive line. Um, at pass catcher, I think with the depth of this class, they can get them later. You know. Uh, okay, you're on the clock with the Saints, twenty eighth overall. New Orleans always always a goofy one to pick for. 
Uh, do I just take Mac Jones for the for the shits and gigs? <laughs> what do you think? That's on. That blood's on your hands if you do that. <laughs> uh, like where where else would we like another pass catcher? Maybe a, a linebacker. Maybe um, QB. Safety, I mean, but Trevon Morrig's gone. Morrig's gone. Yeah, it's you know them. They always just take kind of BPA, but now they need a quarterback. Um, no one else is taking Mac what? Jones in. The, in what, they could bring Jameis back. They could, they yeah. could, but he's still he's still out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Nick Bolton and fucking plug him in there and let him thump. I think that's the fun pick. I think I think they they'll like him. Just let him roll in there and thump around and just just be, be, be a big old thumper that just runs and hits, man. I think I think that'd be fun. You for said the thumper like seven times. Cause he's a goddamn thumper, Rob. Oh, uh, that's a cuck to the Packers. Sorry. I, you I can don't take Mac Jones. They, they, they trade for Quan Alexander. They have Demario Davis and they draft Zach Vaughn in the third round. Just saying. Plus they have, they could bring Alex Anzalone back. Anzalone's um, pretty bad. Okay, the Packers. Shut up. I love him, but he was bad. That's a fucked up thing to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate you. Um, the Packers are on the clock. Hey, Aaron Jones, a free agent. Draft Travis Etienne. <laughs> Um, Jamal Williams a free agent too. It, Fuck. Yeah, they and like so AJ Dillon can become Jamal Williams, Travis Etienne becomes Aaron Jones. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. Um, like, don't even lie. It would be sick. Uh, they could also go wide receiver. Yes. Yes. Hey, maybe they want to quadruple down on pass rushers. They get fourth pass rusher. Um, hmm. Tony Rob. I'm not like. I don't know if I'm lower. Like I think. I don't know. Do you have a first round grade on Tony? No. Um. I love Rashad Bateman. I love Rashad Bateman. I love Rashad Bateman so much. But I think it feels like, like that would be a very. I love him, but the NFL is not going to love him here. Yeah, I think I think Tony is the. Fit to the, to to kind of open that off, take that off to the next level. Yeah, he has a good. He's a no. He's he's a good fit for what Lafleur does, and you can stop having to play Tyler Irvin <laughs> as your motion guy. Tyler Irvin is listening right now, just fucking pissed. I love Tyler kid. Irvin. He's sick. Friend of the show, too. Tyler Irvin. Okay, the Bills are in a clock thirtieth. I think the Buffalo Bills gotta address. The pass rusher or corner. I don't know. I think mm. those are the two spots. Mm. Um, I don't know. Where should I go? Let me let me see who's on the board. Still a decent decent chunk of pass rushers. You know what? I, I don't know if it's here, but I kind of I kind of like the Aaron Robinson fit in Buffalo. Just to throw that out there. Um, I, I, that one tickles my fancy. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what edge rusher do you think is the most Buffalo? I I will. I maybe I'm a bit biased. Joseph Asai is one of my favorite players in the draft, just because he's such a like a nonstop psycho with his motor. Yeah. No, which I, I think I like, would be a cool. Well, Asai's my next fit. guy. Um, yeah. Hmm. They could no. use like his kind of dynamic athleticism on that D line. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna take. I, I think. But but I I, I do want to say I agree with you with Aaron Robinson things. Like, feels like a Bills DB pick too. 
Maybe maybe this is one of the teams that uh, maybe this is a Mac Jones spot if a team wants to get jump up and get the fifth uh, fifth year option on Jones. Uh, maybe they trade back yeah, in the St- Steelers. The Steelers, yeah. So we, <laughs> but but if they're sticking, uh, I'll take Joseph Osai. But yeah, I like that Robinson fit too. Just maybe maybe a also, little later. Also, like J- Jason Oway is also. Yeah, those that's really who I was debating between was Osai and Oway, but uh, I like I like Osai better, so I'll take him. Uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs are now on the clock, and they're thinking Aaron Robinson just fell into their laps. I think is what they're thinking. What do you think about that? I think getting another defensive back is never a bad thing. Um, yeah. Obviously, Legereus Sneed like way exceeded expectations, and he For is sure. a clear cut starter going forward. Yeah. But they could still use more help. Plus. Like Sneed, Robinson brings them uh, position versatility. He can play inside, he can play outside. He Sneed's such a like Sneed's a freaky athlete. Aaron Robinson brings you some of that tough physicality, great instincts, really good playmaker around the last scrimmage. Like I, Brashad Breland's played well for them. Um, yeah. But this is like getting being able to have Sneed and Aaron Robinson plus they're both group group of five players, which we have to. We have to pay respects towards that. It's true. Um, um, I, th- I think is oh Breland's a free agent too. I didn't even realize that. So there you I'm going to take uh, Aaron Robinson. I like it. I will say though, I think it's going to be hard for them to watch the Super Bowl and not address offensive line. I know they're banged well, up. Well, hey, but yeah, yeah, that that that's the thing. Like the it, it, like Mitchell Schwartz will be back. Eric Fisher will be back. Hopefully, Dune uh, Tardif. Yeah, we don't know exactly. Yeah. Like they they have a lot a lot coming back. They drafted Lucas Yang. Uh, in third round, I forgot about Nang. Yeah. So, in theory, they just get better by getting healthy there. But they should. Yeah, I, I still think they're addressing it day two, though. Probably. Day two. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's it. I don't think there's any like definite. Yeah. This first guy round, uh, should be a first round offensive lineman. No, I agree there. And th- there's also no yeah, offensive lineman that that scream like great fit for the Chiefs either. Strap Quinn Miner is in the second round. There you go. That's that's perfect. Uh, I hope Miners goes to like a really like gritty town. Like I'd love to see him like as a Buffalo Bill, second round or something. He's gonna be a Buffalo Bill, I think. I hope so. I hope so so much. Uh, hey, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Uh, they're kind of they're kind of a tricky one to pick for. I, I don't have a good vibe on the on the Mac Bucks. Jones. What do you mean, Mac Jones? Mac, the next Tom Brady. You're plugging him in. Um, like Edge feels like the spot, but like watching the Super Bowl, you know, it's it's not a desperate need, right? Like they they've threw so many picks at the secondary and it's paid off now. Um, the offensive line is good. I mean, one spot's kind of not, but it's good enough to win a Super it's, Bowl. They're 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 but what they do here, I feel like, it's very dependent on who they can bring back, right? Like if they yeah. like, I don't think they'll be able to bring Shaq Barrett back. Well, yeah, that's that's um, I I don't think so either. Like you know how it is. Like there's, this, there's a lot of running back talk, but I don't think it's gonna be everyone. Yeah, like like I think between Sue, Shaq Barrett, and Levante David, they're gonna pay one. It's gonna be Levante David. Yeah, and that's the right one to pay. Uh, so I, yeah, I think I think Edge is the pick. Um, I, I'm gonna take just general. True, but like there's no interior guy really here for the pick um but yeah no that's true no it's no definitely no you're right 
<laughs> Unless Nixon. Nixon. I yeah, think in the. I, yeah. I, I don't think he's a slam dunk first round guy, but I think he is like the clear number two interior guy, right? Yeah. And that that's a fun uh, pairing with Vita Fan in there. But anyways, uh, should we just do it? That's kind of I don't know. We sold ourselves on it now. Away. Well, I, I don't know. This is tricky. Uh, I think Joe Jason Away is really interesting because he's such a long, freaky, high upside athlete. Um, and this coaching staff, I I would I would trust would be able to unlock what he's got. Yeah, fuck. I'll take Jason Jason Away. Jason Away here. Um, but yeah, that that that's got to be a front seven pick, right? Like that's for sure. I think so. Like it's it's obvious it's it's obviously not the offensive line. Trevor they don't Etienne. need pass catchers. Well, like I'm assuming the in this scenario, I'm assuming they they've signed Chris Godwin. Yeah, no, that's that's for sure. I th- I think they will. I don't think he's leaving. Ronald Jones almost ran for a thousand yards. No one's talking <laughs> about it except for me because I need I need him to be the number one running back. They, like I don't know, Keyshawn Vaughn was such a bust, but like you know, they can get it back on day three and they're fine with Rojo and yeah. Well, they got hey. What you failed to mention is CJ Proces is on the roster. <laughs> I honestly didn't even know, and, and I'm looking at it right now, but I did not even know. Maybe Fournette just goes okay. back. Okay. But my thing is because he played so well in the playoffs, is someone gonna yes like and, and obviously knowing he was a top five pick, is someone gonna give him stupid money? I don't know. Uh, someone someone is gonna give him more than he's deserved, but stupid, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the so Jets. That's... <laughs> Hell yeah! Now I hope that happens. <laughs> All right, we did. It. We made it through another mock draft. The draft actually starts on day two. 